Well, bless the Lord. Greetings and thanks to God on this 21st day of June 2020. Happy Father's Day to all that will listen to this podcast from uh, CCC Devotionals. Let's open with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this time as we prepare to dive into the Word of God. It is our desire, God, that you allow us to go down into the storehouse of wisdom and knowledge as always. And when we return to preach, teach, and share your gospel, dear God, in its unadulterated state, bless now, dear God. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord, my strength, and my Redeemer. Father God, it is our desire that you be glorified, that we be edified, and that the devil will always be horrified at the name of Jesus. Bless the reading of this word as we share this podcast in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, before I read the scriptures this morning, I want to title this podcast in the form of a question. What is in a man? James chapter 1, using as a backdrop this morning, verse number 17, and this is what I want to read. Every good gift, every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Let me read the Amplified Version. Every good gift, every perfect, free, large, full gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of all that gives light in the shining of, whom there can be no variation, rising or setting, or shadow cast by his turning, as in an eclipse. May God bless the reading, hearing, doing of the word. It's interesting this morning, I never know how God's going to lead, but I believe that God has a word for his people. Now, I've tried to since we've launched the podcast, to, and it just so happened the podcast is in the midst of the greatest pandemic, COVID-19 crisis that we've ever seen in our human history, and we're in the crux of it. So I've tried to baseline and be an encouragement to those that will hear these podcasts. But to this Father's Day, you will ask, well, how can we intertwine the two? Well, it's always applicable as God will give us a word. So the initial was thinking this, Father and God for every man. So there's two points I want to bring out this morning as James is our author and I would ask myself, as I was asking God this morning, how is it applicable to keep a word, encourage the fathers? And here's the thing. There's a father-mother that's a syndrome as well, because there's many mothers that have had to reverse the role and be both. So don't think that you're left out. For everyone that you will share with your family members, your friends, encourage folks to download the podcast. Because I said in the earlier stages of, of creating these, God is making warriors winners, not whiners. So today in this, this, this height of the pandemic, in the crux of this upheaval, in this unrest, the unruliness of what the world is, we need to understand and we ask the question, what is in a man? The first thing is this. I would hope that every, in accordance with Proverbs 29 and 18, the Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. First of all, I've said this through the years, a man ought to have a vision first and foremost for himself. If a man don't have a vision for himself, he can't have a vision for his wife, his girlfriend, his fiance, his children, his home, his community, city and or state and or country. If a man don't have a vision for himself. So when you think about that, without a vision, we perish. 
The vision oftentimes needs to be written out so people that run by and according to Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 and 3, that they run by, they can read it. But a lot of time, because we in America don't like to read, we like to look at the pictures. God will want us to read. I'm going to say this and then I'll get into the, to the heart of the, the message this morning. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2.15 to study, to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needed not to be ashamed to rightly divide the word of truth. And the question has always been posed to me, how do we rightly divide it? Well, we're doing it when we walk in a world that doesn't exemplify the teachings of God, capital G. We rightly divide the word of truth when you face anger, when you face racism, when you face inconsistencies, when you face things that don't look like, smell like, sound like, or feel like they come from God, capital G. How do you know do you write a divided word of truth when you feel like you want to launch an attack and the Holy Ghost covets your mouth and tell you not right now. Be slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to anger. That's when you know you're rightly dividing the word of truth. Pick and choose your battles. Amen. You should. God, I've told my wife this and I told Tanya, God's going to allow us to see so many things in these days before us. But we got to be careful to pick and choose what we put our mouth on. Because don't, don't drop it and don't forget this as I'm coming by your street. You will reap what you sow. So life and death resides where? In the power of the tongue. Though you want to say something, be careful because when you launch it, you can't retrieve it. And when you launch it, it will set forth to do what it's accomplished. Just like God's word. Remember we said God's word will accomplish everything he set forth for it to do. Well, we're a remnant of God converted. So you've got the same kind of dunamis power when you speak those words. You sow them and you're going to reap them. If you don't reap them, your children may reap them. If your children don't reap them, your grandchildren may reap them. We don't know how it's going to manifest. So the governance of war is you've got to learn to be careful when in the midst of battle. See, sometimes you've got people get killed by friendly fire. And you've got to be careful when you launch that attack. That's why God is allowing us to see, not with our natural eyes, but our spiritual eyes. And you look through the lens of the word. God will fight the battle. God has already won the war. We just got to walk out the scenarios. Amen? So I begin to look at the word of God. And as I looked at it, God gave me something instantly. As I like to say, hot off the wire. So the question came, what is in a man? Here's what verse 17 says. Every good gift, every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights. Who is that? God himself, capital G. So the first thing is, I've always asked a question, and I preached a sermon years ago, image ain't everything. So many people, we call them one-uppers. And the image of some say, I'm a good father only on Father's Day. But where you at the rest of the, the, the year? 365 days, you a good father on the, on the one day. 364, you're absent, nowhere present. You're not a leader. You're not even a follower. You're absent. God is calling us to be present. Here's the blessing. The first one is the image of God. What does the image of God represent? If every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights, every father, capital F, should exemplify, first and foremost, a converted love, oneness in the family, power to show that he's that one that is trying to be the example, 
He shows faith. He shows hope. He shows a level of obedience. I don't need to be the one always had to be asked to do something. If I'm to be the one and God sends me to help me, I ought to be the one to take the initiative to get it done. How can she be a help me if I'm not doing anything? How can we be a helper of God if God's already doing, but we're sitting idle with our hands focused? We're mad at Trump. We're mad at the world. We're mad at Democrats. We're mad at Republicans. We're mad at all kinds of things when we need to self-reflect at where we are in life. That image of God is critical. The, the God that I speak of is uppercase G. So that oneness, that unity, the unifying of the family. Fathers, you ought to be a house builder. A homemaker. Amen. Not a rolling stone, but a homemaker. At some point, you all grow up and let childish things go and learn how that this household, my property, is her queendom, my kingdom, but it's a place where God would desire that the peace of God surpasses all human understanding. So when you drive up to your driveway, if in your house ain't nothing but confusion, if in your house ain't nothing but problems, in your house ain't nothing but all about the money, it's all about the image, you're missing the point. God, capital G, is the representative of us all. If every good and perfect gift comes from the scripture, tells us, there's no variableness, meaning he don't waver. He's consistent. As I put away childish things, as I grow in my age, I'm striving to be a man of what I do as well as what I say. Why? If I'm telling you I can do it, I'm going to do my best to commit and then get it done, no matter how I'm feeling. Because I don't walk by my feelings, I walk by my faith. You ought to walk by your faith, child of God. That's applicable to male and female. God ain't never said you wasn't going to get tired. God ain't never said you weren't going to have some W-E-A-K days. God ain't never said that life is going to give you a bouquet of roses every day you wait. Some days you're going to have to put your hand in the midst of the thorns and the thistles to realize that God is still your God. Amen. I look at that image of God, number one. If you can exemplify those things, God ought to be performing heart surgery, fathers. Father and God, you got to have them both comprised in your heart. That God, capital G, represents the oneness, the wholeness. The second part is the flip side of that. The, is it the image of God, lowercase g, the God of this world? That represents this, division, negative, a fear, a helplessness, a hopelessness, a, a divide, a disdain, a dislike. What you're seeing globally right now, the leader of the free world doesn't exemplify the God capital G when he's trying to bring people together. He's exemplifying the God lowercase g. That's like demagogue mindset. That's narcissistic mindset that divides a house, that divides a people. If the church, if you preachers are not trying to bring people together and unify, you're exemplifying the reverse of God capital G and you're exemplifying God lowercase g. Amen. It ain't all about us as men. It's about the God in us as men. Amen. But it's taken me years to get to this point. So I'm striving to train where I can. Will we cross every T? No, sir. Will we dot every I? No, ma'am. Will we do everything right by the book? No, we will not. But we should forever be striving to glorify God. That men will see your work and give God the glory. 
So what? There's many things that I do that may not be understood by the human mind, but I'm not working as unto man. I'm working as unto God. Though my promotions and all the things I would desire hadn't come right now, they're delayed, not denied. But I remember, I'm going to close here this morning by saying, the scripture said, and James lets us know that every good and every perfect gift, when God gives you a gift, he gives it without repentance. Meaning this, when he gives it to you, he's not an Indian giver. He gives you a gift and he wants you to capitalize on your gift. You perfect, I tell Monique and Taylor, perfect your craft. Study where you are. Know where you work. Know who you're around. Know who God is in your life. You are the light of God. That word that resides in you is a lamp unto your feet and a light into your pathway. You exemplify through the husbands, through the wives, through the children. I pray this morning. That on this Father's Day, June 21, 2020, that you will heed the voice, share this message, tell it to your friends, tell it to your family members, tell somebody. And though you may not be a biological father, but look at your nieces and your nephews. Look at the people you've been a blessing to. Look at the love they've gotten from your love because that God, capital G, resides in you. Oh, my God, as I'll close this podcast this morning, he says this, and I'm going to repeat the scripture, and then we'll have a closing prayer. He says this, every good gift, every perfect gift is from above and coming down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning, meaning that when you see him, he's real. When you see he, he's present. When you see him, he's in your life if you allow him to be, just like you've been. Mother, father, uncle, aunt, grandmother, grandfather, big mama, pawpaw, whatever title you go by, you got to understand that God is the orchestrator. God is the orator. God is the one that can change a messy mind into a miracle thinking mind. God can take a mess and make a miracle. God can make your midnight into midday. God can turn as the scriptures in the song would say, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And the joy that we conclude this morning is a joy, as we said from the old doctor while preaching, it's a joy that the world can give and it's a joy that the world can take away. When God gives you the gift, your children ought to look at you and tell God, thank you. When, when God gives you the gift of life and you shed the gift of life, your husband, your wife ought to look at God and say, thank you. When you think about what I'm telling you this morning. So as we close, as the scriptures are saying, and every preacher would say that our God, capital G, has been a father to the fathers. He's been a mother to the motherless. He's the one. He is your bridge over troubled water. He is the one that will settle the raging seas in your life. He is the one that will bless you in spite of what the world says. Who cares what image the world has? You don't look to that image. You look to the image of God, capital G. And when you look to that image, you will see the greatest father under the sun. His name is Jesus Christ. He's the one that said it's expedient that I don't go, he will not come. And the third person of the Trinity, and when God said his son has to return back home, he went there and he's left us with the ultimate teacher, the ultimate God, the one who will walk with us, the one that will talk with us, the one that lets us know, you stand 
Father. You be the example. You stand, Mother Father, and you be the example. So I encourage you this morning, on this 21st day of June, you be blessed, and may every father that's striving to be better forgive yourself, but do better. Do a 180, not a 360. Make a change from what you was to who you can become. Don't look back and be like Lot's wife. You look to the hills from which cometh your help, and you know that your help comes from God, the Father of lights. You look to God to change your nasty mind. You look to God to change your destructive heart. You look to God to make your mess into a miracle. You look to God and realize that God can change your life. Amen. So I pray that you be blessed. As we close out this podcast, it's supposed to be a devotional, but it sounds like a sermon. Amen. So be blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's close out in a prayer. Father, we thank you now in this 21st century Father's Day mindset for every protester, for everybody that's out there. Father God, give them strength to be that example. For when their sons and daughters look up to them, oh God, let they see the light of God. And I pray that they become born again, that they can get the message of truth and walk in this freedom. Bless now in Jesus' name. Let everybody say amen. Until the next podcast, Pastor Tony signing off. God bless you. Be blessed until the next appointed time in Jesus' name.